are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the chain. chain. We're your hosts. Oh, I forgot to say the name of the podcast. We always say welcome to the chain and then we say the BCC club. <laughs> felt oh weird for some God. reason. I'm Kendall Landreth. And I'm Sarah Shower. And this is the BCC Club. There we go. Where each week we go down a different little rabbit hole on the internet. Exactly. And look into a little topic that we're interested in. And I'm really excited for today's episode because we're talking about two sentence horror stories yes if you're um a child of the internet you've probably heard of them somewhat i think the tumblr community probably started this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. before we get into it how's your week um it was good i went to your show last night oh yes well that feels crazy that was last night i feel like that was eight days ago already really yeah i think because it was so early it was a 5 30 oh, yeah, show yeah. and then, then I don't, I'm just so tired. I was so tired. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I just couldn't believe that was last night. Oh, no, you're good. It's, um, it's interesting. Like, so your show was a part of uh, someone else's show. Yeah. And it's, um, the first part of the show is more of like think piece comedy. It is also like funny. And so I, it was like 40 minutes in and I was like, when is Kendall going to come out? You know? (laughs) Well, so it's like a, so a spank, it's a, we had a spank slot at UCB, which means that it's technically like an audition for the theater. Uh-huh. So like we never met that other person who was doing his mm-hmm. show. Um, but we were both auditioning to get like a run at the theater. So we each get 30 minutes. And uh, so it is funny because I think people come to see me and then I like forget to kind of explain that to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, who is this person on stage? Because I, I, I don't explain it. And then they're yeah. like, why is this? Where is Kendall? At? She comes in 30 minutes later, but ours was last. Yeah. But I mean, it was good. Both of them were um, the first actor for his show. He was he went around people in the crowd and was like, "Can you massage my feet?" And the first person was like, um, "No." My and then told me about this. Yeah, and then he like came up to me and he's like, "Can you rub my feet?" And I was like, "I have carpal tunnel." And so like I was like, "It'll be like a gentle like pushing. Like I can't squeeze it, you know." The details of this show. I mean, the more I heard about it, because people, because I, I wasn't, we were running lines backstage and getting ready and getting yeah. in our, our costumes and stuff. So I did not see the first show, but every detail someone would share with me about it, I would be like, what was the show? Yeah. Like someone was like, well, there was a party played a skunk. And then there was, he danced a lot in it. He was, my girlfriend was like, he was a beautiful dancer. Yeah. I was like, I could not put together. And then I heard about the rubbing of the yeah. feet. And something about how he had a Lipton tea bag in his pants. Yeah. It just every detail I heard, I was like, I could not put a finger on what this show was about. Yeah. I think it was a comedic telling of his life and identity. Because he okay. did talk about, um, you know, when he used to be like into sports, when he was like, quote, like straight. And um, so in his like time in therapy, it was, um, I've never seen a comedic take on that. It's usually like some sort of slam poetry yeah. or like contemporary theater piece. Yeah. So it was interesting to see a, a comedy spin of that. Yeah. But it was, it was thought provoking, you know? <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, it was funny cause before we went up to him cause we, we introduced ourselves and then we're like, what is your last thing you do just so we can like kind of know to, that we're about to come out. Yeah. Um, and he was like, what? Oh, my last piece. Well, okay. I do like this therapy session 
where I'm like, you know, I slant, you'll hear it. I'm like slamming my hands on the table and I'm like, it's really, he, it's kind of like a healing journey for me. And I was so scared because I was like, he's about to do something like so intense that people are like crying at or like yeah. it's just really emotional. And then me and Chaz, who I did my sketch with, are going to come out and be like, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was fun. But I'm like relieved. I, I had so much fun, but it is nice for it to be over because putting on a show, it was just Chaz and I. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we didn't direct it, but we wrote, produced, yes. got all the costumes, got all the, you know, set pieces or yeah. set, the props, everything. Um, and it's intense. It's like so much work. Like, I feel like the last two months we've just been like working. And it, it's so funny because then when you're up on stage, we were saying, you're like, how how did this take so much work because it's so silly because it's just like sketch comedy so we're like dressed as old women yeah and we're just being like oh I love getting a swimming pool and but we've been like working so hard on it yeah um but so I'm like wow it's the first time in a long time that I have like I can do a little relaxing and just get back to get back to doing my actual work that I'm supposed to be doing because the sketch show takes a lot of time Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for coming. It was so good, guys. Oh it was really God. good. Like, I love the writing. And then uh, Kendall has this character where you're like a, a lesbian lesbian. You're like a mask lesbian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, um, Chaz was like a gay man, but like it was like a Christian counselor thing. When yeah. you came out as a mask mask lesbian, I was like, oh, my God, Kendall's gay. You know? Yeah. Well, I, it was funny because I wear wigs the whole show except for that one. Yeah. And so by the end of that, when that sketch comes around, I'm so sweaty. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be so sweaty. It's going to look so bad. And then I was like, honestly, I feel like the sweatier the better. Like, the sweatier I am and the more I can slick my hair back with the sweat. Oh, yeah. It just really felt. I, I think the scariest part of that, I'm wearing the ugliest outfit. First of all, I'm wearing, like, these huge camel pants that are way too big for me. I'm wearing the shirt I have genuinely bought from Alaska. So that's a shirt I purchased for myself. Yeah. Um, And then my hair is, like, looks crazy. I just am dressed so insane. But I saw photos of it, and I showed it to my girlfriend. I was like, do I look really hot in these? And my girlfriend was like, no, <laughs> you do not. I was like, for some reason, this outfit really does it for me. Yeah, I mean, okay, and I and I do apologize. I thought you intentionally slicked back your hair. No, that was sweat. Oh. Well, I, like, I, because I had it in, it, it was sweat mixed with, like, it. before that, I had a thing under it for when you wear a wig. Yeah. Which was, like, really tightly bobby pinned to my hair. Yeah. And then I was putting wigs all over it. And we had a dress rehearsal right before that, so I'd been wearing it for a while. Yeah. So it was pretty, like, tight down on my head. But yeah. that was just all natural. That was no gel. That was impressively wet. <laughs> <laughs> really wet. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you for coming. It was good. I, I sat it. front row, which is, like, a mistake, I feel like, in the comedy world. But like, No, I love that. I always sit front row. I just don't want to. I mean, it, you, it wasn't, like, stand-up. I just know front row is where you get heckled. But I don't think you heckle people. I mean, I did get someone yeah, asked someone me. someone did ask you to rub their feet. Yeah, so I was like, oh, no. Like, I, So uh, you, um, when you guys started taking calls from the audience, I thought, like, people were going to, like, actually, like, propose something. But, yes, it was, it was really good. <laughs> And you did amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But Thank how was you. your week? It was good. You know, all I, I was like thinking about what I was going to say. And all I can think about, what I'm most excited for right now is the fact that I ordered a Webkins. Oh, really? Do you know Webkins? Yes. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I had a lot of Webkins. Like, uh-huh. A lot. Because when I was a kid, it was everywhere. It was like you went to a gas station. Yeah. They had Webkins up at the front. You went to any store, Michael's, Target, wherever, there was Webkins everywhere. Every and so I just got it was like the thing that when you'd go to the store, you, I'd like beg my mom for webkins, and ever so often she would get me one, and that just happened to add up to like 50 webkins. I had so many of them, and mm-hmm. I was obsessed with them. And if you don't know what a webkins is, it's a little stuffed animal that has a code. Then you go on webkins.com mm-hmm. and you put in the code and you adopt the animal online, and mm-hmm. then you like it's like Sims for babies, basically, it's like Sims for children. Yeah, did you play it? Yes, 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 it was fun, and I. I've been thinking about it recently. Well, especially early on in the pandemic, I was like, I'm going to log into my Webkins. Yeah. The code, apparently someone hacked it years ago in okay. like 2020 and took everyone's password. So they've had to change it up. And Everyone's? Now, or like 20,000 people's passwords. Oh my something. God. I feel like mine was included, mm-hmm. but it was hard because I was trying to remember what my password would have been when I was in seventh grade, but you couldn't reset it anymore because yeah. of the password. Anyways, they the website did a whole thing where they were like, you have to... Your passwords don't work anymore, basically. Yeah. So everyone can't log into their webcams now. But 
So you have to get a new Webkinz. And I was like, damn, that sucks. And then I was like, I mean, what is a, a Webkinz like $8 now? Yeah. And I was like, I got adult money. Yeah. I should go buy a Webkinz. And I, and I did. And I'm like so excited. It's coming in the mail soon. Yeah. That's so crazy to think about. Because like, I mean, I like Legos, but it's like, yeah, we do have adult money now. And yeah. we can spend it on toys. Yeah, it's like, why not just like get it? Just get it. I yeah. like, was like, it's not that expensive. So even if I just play it, you know, once and I'm like, oh, yeah, this was this is made for children. This is not fun. But I'm just so excited for my Christmas. I was just telling uh, Sarah that I was originally supposed to go to Copenhagen at the end of the year. And then I was like, I'm too tired to go. Yeah. Like the trip was planned. Now my girlfriend has to get foot surgery. So we were just like, this is too much. Let's just like push that trip to next Christmas yeah, and just hang out at home. And now I'm like, I never want to leave my house again. Like I'm so excited for a little staycation and I'm just going to like sit and watch Christmas movies and play on my webkins yeah. and just enjoy it. I'm really excited. And sometimes I think like I see those, have you seen on TikTok? It's like a, these gooey balls that you throw against the ceiling and they fall down. Yes. I'm always like, should I buy one of those? Yes. And I'm like, you can't buy that. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Who said that? Yeah. It's crazy. Like... Know. Um, I did make Christmas cookies the other day, but it I but it it was like I didn't I didn't think that I could order those cookies that came in a tube because mom always had this thing about like homemade. And then I was like, I'm an adult. Yeah, I can get those Christmas cookies. And so I did. And it felt like I felt a little bit wrong making them. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like I've had that when I like I would be like. Oh, I could just, like, make a cake right now if I wanted to. Yeah. Because, like, I own this kitchen. Yes. And no one can tell me, no, it's not a good time right now. Yeah. It's nice. Being an adult is really cool. It really <laughs> is, guys. Um, so today we're talking about, wait a minute, let me think of a really good segue. Okay. Adult, being an adult is fun, but also can be really scary. Yes. Similar to these two-sentence horror stories. That was incredible. That actually was really good. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. I'll edit out the part where I say, uh, so people think that was just such a seamless transition. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what is a two-sentence horror story, Sarah? Okay, so a two-sentence horror refers to the subreddit r slash two-sentence horror, which was created in early 2014. So I did misspeak. It's not Tumblr, it's Reddit. Oh, um, there you go. The uh, subreddit currently has 1.3 million members and ranks in the top 1% of subreddits by size. I would say that um, Reddit is the mask. Tumblr. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Oh, the mask, like, mask yeah. lesbian? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been on Tumblr in so long. I Are people still, is Tumblr still going? Yes, it's very much alive. It did take a wow. hit when they take when they took, like, adult content off. <laughs> sure. But there's still a lot of deeply emotional people really thriving on Tumblr. I feel like, honestly, maybe I'm totally wrong, but I feel like the adult content maybe was hindering Tumblr almost. Because I think, and I'm probably <laughs> fully wrong, <laughs> Because also I will say Tumblr is the first place I ever masturbated um, when I was like 13 and I looked up. You're not alone. (laughs) I know. I looked up fan fiction and would like read so much fan fiction Mm -hmm. and I like didn't understand that porn existed and I would just like read eight, like 80 chapter fan fictions on chapter 65 finally be like, finally there's a sex scene. Um, But I feel like when it became like there was a lot of porn on Tumblr. Yeah. I think. Also, as it started to simultaneously decline in followers, it started to feel like kind of like Omegle. Yeah. Where it was a little like it used to be this fun thing. It always had like dicks on it, but it was like Mm kind of was this fun thing. And then it just became porn. Yeah. And then so everyone was like, oh, yeah, I'm not like nobody's going to be like, what's your Tumblr? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, perverts don't know about like moderation. You know, (laughs) they can't like dial it back a little bit. Yeah. But um, the forum is dedicated to, quote, two-sentence horror stories that try to evoke fear in a limited short-form format. In general, the subreddit is associated with creepypasta discourse. A creepypasta was initially defined as a horror-related legend that has been shared around the Internet. You know, the term creepypasta has since become a catch-all term for any horror content posted on the Internet. These um, entries are often brief, uh, user-generated, paranormal stories intended to scare, and the subject of creepypasta varies widely and includes, you know, just your run-of-the-mill horror stuff like ghosts, murder, suicide, zombies, rituals. That's cre- Anything you find creepy can be found in creepypasta. Well, there we go. But what is the history? The history of two-sentence horror stories existed in literature before the official subreddit was created. There had been a... Um, 
precursor website called twosentencestories.com that was created in 2009. This website hosted two sentence stories of all literary genres. However, most of them were horror related. And then on March 5th, 2014, r slash horror was created. And the first post to the subreddit was uploaded a few days later by uh, you slash self-abortion. Mm. Um, the post shown below received 11 upvotes after being posted. This is an example. With intense curiosity, I flipped the switch downward and saw, through a glass pane, the man in the next room collapses lifeless to the floor. I hoped that I'd pleased my superiors, but as I turned to the control room, I saw them looking at me, curiously, each with a hand on a switch of his own. What? So... (laughs) I don't understand. So basically, this guy, this minion... like captured this old man and the old man collapsed or whatever and so he's like I wonder if my bosses are pleased with me but he looks through the window and he realizes his bosses are about to do the same thing to him interesting Mm -hmm. I'm worried my um learning disability is going to make this episode hard it's just gonna be us reading it and then me going what (laughs) yeah I mean like there I understand that like I feel like when I was in high school like I could read but I could not comprehend well that's my literal problem because like I can read words kind of, I mean I'm not great at it but that <laughs> I'm like I can do it but whenever when I was in high school if we had assigned reading my mom would have to read it to me yeah even at like 17 18 years old she'd read it to me and then at the end of like every paragraph I'd be like what do you mean and then yeah. she'd like summarize it I'd be like we should just have you read this book and then act it out for me because I'm literally not able to comprehend because my the guy who did the test, the ADHD test on me said my executive function is so low that I yeah. can't do like two things at once in any way. So even down to like comprehending and reading. Yes. That's like too much for me to do. Yeah. My, God, I'm such a piece of shit. I do. Un- no, you're not. <laughs> I do understand that my um, information retention is hard. So like I can comprehend sentences, but I can't hold them like in my mind much oh. longer. So I can only probably hold three sentences at once before the first sentence goes. Yeah. And I move on to the next one. So it's, I have to like, I can't see full pictures of what yeah. they're, so like an 80 page fan fiction would be hard for me because I can't yeah. retain them that well. Can a scientist tell me why I can't retain anything, but if it's pornographic, I can retain it so easily? Because it's interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because yes. I can get through a smut novel. Like, I'm a scholar. Yeah. And then I'm like, is my learning disability fake? Because this is crazy that I can only read this. I do have like a, okay. So neurodivergent people are interest-based individuals and neurotypical people are importance-based. So like, that's why neurotypical people usually are like big picture sort of things. And they're able to like, you know, read between the lines. But uh, neurodivergent people, the reason why they have special interests and hyperfixation is because we don't care about what's important. We care about what's interesting. Yeah. And porn usually has no subtext. It is just straight up visceral, you know, so yeah. you're like, I'm, I'm going to latch onto that. But if like you're supposed to read something like the curtains were blue and then the teacher's like, what does that mean? And you're like, the curtains were blue. <laughs> but then everyone else is like, the writer was sad. Yeah. You're like, oh, I didn't. That I wasn't didn't interesting. That. No, that's very boring to yeah. me. Yeah, I like the books I read because in a in a smut novel, they just will say, Janelle is really sad. Yes, yeah. Because her mom doesn't like her. And I'm like, wow, thank you. A toddler could have written that sentence, but yeah. I completely understand what they're saying there. Yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes writers have way too much subtext. Like, it's like, just tell me how, like, is you, whatever. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BCC. 
ZocDoc.com slash BCC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Um, so the subreddit slowly grew its member base from 2014 to 2018 and experienced major growth between 2017 and 2018. That year, the subreddit grew from roughly 9,900 members to 21,500 members, and the most upvoted post on the subreddit was posted in 2019 by u slash D. and it said, All my life, my parents have told me not to open the basement door, but I got curious and disobeyed them. What is that glowing ball in the sky, and why does it hurt my eyes? So, mm. he's never seen this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, let me read it. All my life, parents have told me not to open the basement door. So, the basement door is really the front door, and he's never yeah, been so outside. Yeah, so they're going up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, maybe he's a vampire <laughs> and being below, or maybe. There's like a nuclear fallout, and they're like in a basement, and they go up, and then they all. D- I don't. You, I don't know. It's, so that's yeah. like the. You understand? Like, I mean, I feel like who'd be scared of this? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So in December 2021, a page called uh, "Bad Two Sentence Horror" started posting on Twitter. The page is dedicated to tweeting screenshots from r slash Two Sentence Horror that are more cringy than scary. The sentences that are reposted on their Twitter account are low effort and make a poor attempt at horror. (laughs) (laughs) And the Twitter account currently has almost 380,000 followers. The first post from Bad Two Sentences is shown below. It says, My girlfriend wiped the tears from my eyes with a tissue. Little did she know the tears came from the creature I have in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even make any sense. That means you bottle the tears and then like you like like eye drops just like put them on your eyes. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. Um, That's very funny. Uh, In general, many people have expressed annoyance with r slash two-sentence horror because most posts are low effort, not scary, and seem like they're posted by kids. Sure, 100%. That feels true to me. Yeah. Um, There's even YouTube compilations about bad two-sentence horror posts. In this video compilation, there's a video compilation. It's almost an hour long. Mm -hmm. And one Reddit thread, a user, you real... See list spy post about unsubbing from two sentence horror. Other redditors commented making fun of the subreddit. Yeah, I think it's like um, kind of like when Threads came out, mm-hmm. where you were just like watching people try to go viral on yes. Threads, and you're just watching them. Tw- like I keep saying, tweet so much, yeah. thread so much, and you can just almost picture them sitting in their room, being like, "Okay, what else could I say? What else? What else could I say?" Yeah, and all the threads are just like so bad. Yeah, um, that was the hardest part about threads for me because I was like, I'm just watching a bunch of like beauty gurus try to tell jokes. Oh yeah, and it's like the worst thing I've ever seen. No, and yeah, and I think that I think that's kind of like a pick me statement that I'm saying right now. I'm not trying to be like those women aren't funny, but I. But they're, that's not what they bring to the table. Yeah. And it was hard to watch them still. But they, like, still needed that attention and validation of those followers. Mm-hmm. So they were literally doing, like, what's the deal jokes? And yeah. I was like, please stop. You're too hot. No, exactly. I think it, I mean, like, it could be a pick-me statement. Like, if you um really did care about men and, like, you told me that a lot or, like, I could tell, like, then I'd be like, that's a little bit of a pick-me. But, like... It was men, too. It was, like, men... It was, like, all of them. It was, like, all the Bachelor no, contestants yeah. trying to tweet jokes. And I yeah. was like, I can't watch this. I can't no. watch it. Yeah, like, um, it's, uh, it is true, but really hot people don't get honest feedback. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, think about, like, just celebrities. If they're really hot, you see, like, when they finally do open their mouth sometimes in an interview, you're like, this is what you thought was profound? I know. Well, you know? Even, like... On The Bachelor, in terms of being funny, yeah, because we're about. I watch The Bachelor a lot, and I'm always. It is so fun. They always have one girl on every season. That they're like, she is so funny, or yeah, guy, they'll do it too with the guys. He's so funny, and it is always just one of them who like will be like, guys, I had such bad gas after dinner last night. Yeah, and then it's like a compilation they put in the 
the uh, reunion show and everyone's like dying laughing and uh-huh. then the host is like Kansas Kansas is not a name <laughs> but it's a cute name kind of cute actually though yeah Kansas you're kind of the comedian of the group and yeah. I'm like she was literally just opening up about having gas like that's not funny or there was one season where a girl which felt insane went up to another girl with a vibrator and like shoved it in her face uh-huh that was the most maybe kind of funny thing I've seen one of them do, but it yeah. was kind of weird and bizarre. And then she still comes. I mean, that was like years ago. First of all, she was the bachelorette and they were kind of like, she's the funny bachelorette. Yeah. And then she keeps coming back and they're like, bachelor comedian. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. So I think just hot people, I'm like, the standard, you can get away with so much. Yeah, you really, you really, really can. Like, um, I was watching, I briefly watched like Love Island or something. Yeah. And there was a girl who was struggling to understand the difference between a country and a continent. I love that clip. And she's, and like, the thing is, is like, it kind of, it, it's such, it's, I think it's such interesting TV because um, it's like, I don't, that is such a, how how do you how how is that person still like functioning in society? Yeah. Like I don't know. It kind of reminds me as like when like you hear someone from like Appalachia or maybe like a really unique accent. You're like, oh, I haven't heard that accent in a really long time, or like I've never heard it. So it's like yeah. you have to focus on it. And I'm not saying that these are like the same thing. I'm saying it's like it's captivating. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I've never thought about what- someone who doesn't know what a country is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're like, whoa how you know yeah it's really bizarre it's kind of like a two-sentence horror story that whole clip is is. a two-sentence horror story it's really crazy she does she's so confused yeah and she doesn't even know what country she lives in that's the scariest part because they're like well where do you live and then what country do you live in and then she says the city yeah like you don't know what country you live in because i i mean i'm pretty bad with like geography and stuff yeah but i imagine if i didn't know that i lived in the united states yeah i it's so it is like Damn, um, is wild. How did you, how did you get here? How did you know to apply for this? You know what I mean? I I know it is truly wild. That show is nuts. Because have you ever watched a full season? No, I I can't. It's <laughs> I watched a full season recently. It took so long. I mean, they're like fifty episodes. Each yeah. one is like an hour. There's no way to know when how close you are to the end because uh-huh. there's no structure to the show. It's just like fully made up. It's very fun. Um, okay. Here's another two-sentence horror story. Or, oh, this is one of the bad ones, I think. Mm-hmm. The puppy sure looked cute, except it wasn't a puppy. It was a demon covered in the blood of children and who liked to feast on your organs. Okay, this is just, that's just the worst thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, <laughs> Let's get to the good ones. Uh-huh. I want to read some good ones. Mia did include, um, she included some that are scary and not scary, and, um, she chose the ones that were either top upvoted or like most popular. There are trigger warning. There are some mentions of suicide, necrophilia, and or domestic abuse. Now these are not based off of real scenarios. These are what people conjured up as their most scary thought. Okay, so but I did want to let you know ahead of time. Like the first one says, "Now be careful. That line of rock salt is the." only thing keeping them out the man said welcoming my group into his refuge sea salt i clarified sea salt keeps us out so they're the monsters and they got in what wait now be careful that line interesting yeah so i don't understand the man uh he uh like he surrounded his um, place with rock salt, thinking it'll keep monsters out. And then the monster said, sea salt keeps us out. And so the monsters got in. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Because he used the wrong type of salt? Yes. And also he did not realize that the monsters he was inviting in. I see. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. Good. I'm going to read another one. Ah, finally, I'm all alone. I said to myself as I sat in my bedroom at midnight, no, you're not, said knife guy. (laughs) (laughs) Knife guy? (laughs) It just... It sounds like, um, who's the, like, who's the guy from Target? (laughs) The dog? What? Oh, um, 
Alex? Alex from Target. I was thinking of the mascot. Yeah, Alex from Target. Oh, the dog. It's like knife. I don't know why that reminds me of that. Yeah. Um, that's very funny. Not really scary. I kind of wish, um, so like actual um, like serial killers will get like nicknames. And a lot of times people are like, why are you giving them a nickname? Because if they have like a nickname, it makes them more popular and people look oh, into the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. Like BTK or like um, the Night Stalker. Yeah. I kind of want the people who write these to like name big murderers because yeah. like knife guy is on the loose yeah that's really scary what would you do we were, i was talking about this with some friends the other night like okay we were so, so oh kyle you know kyle my, my Your manager, manager. yes yeah. Yeah. she was telling you about how she had a friend who like they woke up in the middle of the night and someone was like in their house taking stealing their stuff wait i didn't hear this what this was last night. We, we were just chatting. It was, this was a long time oh, ago. This oh, was okay, like a yeah. new thing. This was like her friend. I don't know. Whatever. And I was like, my girlfriend was like, that's crazy. Because her friend just kind of stayed quiet. Yeah. You know? And my girlfriend was like, I would have been like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't. I would fully stay so quiet and pretend I was asleep. Like, I would not. I would not. Whatever. Yeah. What would you do if Knife Guy was like in your room and you woke up? Um, in my room and I woke up. Or like in your house. Like, I don't know. If he was in my house, I'd push him in like heavy furniture in front of the door. And then I'd start screaming fire. You wouldn't call 911? Oh, I would. But I'm saying (laughs) if I want like him to immediately leave, because like, what's that unfortunate statistic? Like people don't respond to a woman saying help, but saying help. But like if she's saying fire, people will run towards it. So I block the door, start screaming fire, call 911. And even if I'm screaming fire to 911, they're going to send. They're going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but that's what I would do. If they were in my room now, I'd probably just <laughs> shit a lot. <laughs> and then the robber would be like, Ooh. oh, Jesus Christ. What would you do? <laughs> I would stay so quiet. I yeah. would be so quiet. I would pretend I was sleeping. I'd let them steal. Even if they were for, there for four hours, I would yes. they could steal all of my stuff. Yes. I would be so mad. I also had a friend. This really did happen. He was in the kitchen cooking, and his other roommate was in the bathroom, like with the door open, like yeah. fully, like they were in the house. A man opens their door, walks in, picks up their TV, and just walks out oh my God. in front of them. And they were just like, uh, and I feel like I would totally, I would be like that. I'd be like, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm so scared. It's like when I lived in New York, people would be like, you need pepper spray. And I would be like, no. I can't, ex- I think I've told you this before, but like the amount it would take for me to pepper spray someone would be so insane that it's just pointless to yeah. like, I would always assume it was a misunderstanding. They could take me, throw me in the back of their car and I would be like, there's something I'm missing here. They, <laughs> they're confused. They're confused or probably I'm confused. Probably yeah. I made this plan with them and I forgot. Someone would have to truly be like, <laughs> Hey Kendall, you don't know me. I'm about to murder you. I'm a yeah. serial killer. And maybe then I would be like. I'm going to use my pepper spray. Yeah. So there's just no point. So yeah, I'm very, I'll, I'll, I'll let people really do me dirty. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like that, I mean, I've said this story before, like the time I was drinking and I bought cigarettes in the middle of the night and I saw a dude with a gun and instead of running yeah, away from him, offered him a I offered him a cigarette and he said, well, he didn't say anything, but he like pushed me away and I was like, not like pushed my hand away and I was like, this is actually how most people die in horror movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah. Okay, this one says, I never liked looking in the mirror because whatever looked back at me was always the evil version of... Version was was me of. Okay, it's only two sentences and they couldn't write it correctly. I'm exactly. sorry, that's embarrassing. Um, okay, you want to read the next one? I was born blind but was lucky enough to have a loving mother who took care of my every need. Imagine the betrayal I felt when a stitch slipped and a ray of light hit my eye for the first time. Ew, that, okay, that one's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, I understand, like, I mean, Munchausen's by proxy is pretty scary. Like, my parents making me sick in some way to take care of me. But, like, also, how did you, um, I guess if you're so used to the feeling of, like, cloth on your face. Well, I guess if you were born with it. Although that isn't even Munchausen by proxy because I feel like that's for attention, but everyone would see that you have two... They'd be like, yeah, your kid's not blind. They have two washcloths taped to their face. <laughs> or maybe they meant like um, like their eyes are sewn shut. Yeah, but I feel like people will still be like, your kid's not blind. <laughs> yeah. You sewed their eyes shut. Yes. So I'm like, that woman's just literally crazy. Yeah. I mean, Munchausen my proxy is not <laughs> yes. healthy, but I just that woman isn't even getting attention She's not that. good at it. She just literally loves caring for yeah. a blind person. Um, that's, that's a little scary, though. It reminds me of Coraline. 
even though it's that's not the plot of Coraline. But yeah. Coraline, I haven't seen since I was a little girl because it scared me so bad when I was yeah. a little girl that I literally, I remember coming, I saw it in theaters when I was like nine. It scared me so bad and I came home and I have such a distinct memory. My mom was doing the dishes and she was not facing me when yeah. I came in. And I walked in and I went, mom. And I knew, I was like, she's going to have buttons as eyes when she turns around. She didn't? She did. Oh my god. She did. I have never seen Coraline and I know that everyone's going to be like it's really good, but like claymation scares me. I'm the same way. I watched uh The Nightmare Before Christmas and I literally could not stop screaming. <laughs> it's not even that scary. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit, while I do want to eat them, it scares me. Wait. Have I ever told you this so when I was in high school, I literally would say my biggest fear is Wallace and Gromit. James and the Giant Peach too. Yeah, or anything. Like, yeah. But, like, specifically Wallace and Gromit freaked me out so bad. Yeah. And I literally would tell my friends, I'm like, I never want to watch Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Or Chicken Run. Yes. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. And one night I was on a sleepover, and they woke me up. This was a prank. In the middle of the night, and they'd all left, and the only thing playing, they, like, left the room, the only thing playing was Wallace and Gromit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucked up. That's a two-sentence horror story. Yes. Wallace, um, period, and Gromit, period. Oh my gosh. This is disturbing, kind of. Um, so one time, uh, uh, I went to like a co-ed sleepover, but the mom didn't let us sleep in the house. So she put tents up in the backyard and she divided by boys and girls and the boys tent collapsed and they were all like screaming and running around yeah. and then she came out of the house. I've never seen a mom threaten violence against kids that are not hers, but she literally was, I could hear her yelling at all of them individually. And so the girls in our tent, we started to like whisper amongst ourselves. <laughs> and so she like zips open the tent and she's like flailing a belt in the tent. And oh, for what? Uh, what did she make us mad at the children about though? Like what is she mad at the boys about? Because they collapsed the tent and they were now running around like maniacs. And then they all did get picked up. And then for the girls, I remember she was like flailing the belt and then she slightly stepped into the tent and there was a girl named Angel sleeping at the foot of the entrance of the tent. And all you heard was, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were all like, Angel, no. <laughs> I've never Angel, seen a, no. <laughs> but I've, I've never seen a mom threaten other kids. Wow. It's so sad because I'm like, that woman wanted to be good. She was like, yeah. I'm going to let my kids have a big sleepover. <laughs> yes. And then she was like, fuck this. Yes. They can't even sleep in the house. I remember um, before everyone had to like go to sleep, I had one of those crank retainers on the roof of my mouth. Oh. And I had to like go inside because I couldn't find the hole and like the key. And uh, she got so mad at me. And I was like, I swear, I just need to crank my mouth for a second. <laughs> And I like had to run back out. You had to ask her for help. Can you do my crane? <laughs> She's like, fuck you. She does it like nine times. Yeah. <laughs> I've got just really huge gaps between my teeth. Um, okay, here's another one. Dad, it's time for you to open your Christmas presents. I said jokingly. My smile turned to horror as his urn levitated and flew towards the tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's literally me and my dad every day. <laughs> um, this one is... It's only five nights. It shouldn't be that hard, I said to myself. That was when I realized Freddy Fazbor was in the room. Fazbor? The bear? Oh, my gosh. Is this Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. Have you seen that? I saw the new one. Or is there only the new one? I, I, Hannah, this seems like <laughs> your type of... Yeah, this is my expertise. Um, yeah, movie just came out in October. Yeah, like, I the games have been out since like 2014. That's okay. what it is because I knew it was a give it a game. I didn't know if it was like a remake of a movie though, but I saw the new. I saw the the movie. Recently. Was it scary? It was probably the worst movie I've ever seen. Really? <laughs> it was so terrible. What was the? In my opinion, I it was like well, I was making a gingerbread house during it, so I was half paying attention. Yeah, it was, but it was so boring. Uh huh. Which I'm always like, how have you made a horror movie about like? animatronic bear is boring like how yeah josh hutcherson was like really boring in it it yeah. was just like anyone could have played that role he was, like, he was the monotone. Main he was like the main character okay he was like monotone the whole time i don't know i was kind of not paying attention but i did like mm -hmm. i watched like the first 20 minutes and then decided to make a gingerbread house so that tells you how boring it was. yeah i am um... but he wasn't scary yeah I have recently gotten into horror movies, and most horror I don't think is scary. Um, 
But I um because religious trauma, I can't watch anything about possession. And when I do, it like scares the crap out of me. Yeah. I feel like a kid again when I watch it, which is like weird. Do you be- you say so you believe people can be possessed? Um Honestly, I think that ghosts are real. Yeah. So possession could prop is not like that far off. Yeah. You know, and I mean like um like even last night during your show, you played like uh, "Our God is," oh, yeah. it? and I was getting so anxious. No, I'm so sorry. No, no, you're good. It was just going on so long, and we were. I was in like a crowd of people, like, yeah. and you were, we were facing a stage, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is actually triggering." But like, no, it's anything with like religion and like the pits of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so scary. Like, it's like literally. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying anything new, but it, it religious trauma is so intense. I saw a video a long time ago of this girl who was like showing. She was an ex Jehovah's Witness. Uh huh. She was showing this video from her childhood. It was a home movie of her at Disneyland, and I guess it was her birthday. They don't celebrate birthdays. Yeah. Um, but they were at Disneyland, and I guess the Minnie and Mickey Mouse somehow found out it was her birthday. Someone found yeah. her birthday. So they came over and everybody's like singing happy birthday. And they like surprised her. Like Disneyland surprised her. This would yeah. never happen nowadays. I was like, wow, this used to be so personal. Yeah. <laughs> but Disney like surprised her with a little like cake. And she's like five and she's sitting there and she's like fully dissociated and like so scared. And everyone's like singing happy birthday to her. And she was like, I look like I'm just like a shy kid in this video. But I literally remember being like, oh, my whole family is about to burn in hell for yeah. eternity. And, like, though she was, like, the fear I felt was, like, unimaginable. Like, oh, really yeah. think about, like, if I was, like, hey, Sarah, later today, you're going to, like, be lit on fire and have to feel that pain for the rest of your life. Like, that's what she felt. Be like, damn. Damn it. <laughs> no, I, I totally understand that. Like, um, since I'm very literal, especially as a kid, like, so if you were like, you're going to burn in hell, I'm like, oh my God, that's just a whole thing. Yeah. But like, I was like afraid. And I remember um, like my first dance, they played like the hits of today. Um, so it was like from the window to the, to the sweat drops down my yeah. balls. I literally started crying and I like stood in the corner and then like, if <sighs> Sixth graders all started like grinding on each other, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're sinning!" And I like yeah. I couldn't handle it. It's scary. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I was really literal too. And when I was like four, I was at uh, Sunday school. Yeah, and I remember them just saying something very generic, like "God is always with you," and yeah. like being really terrified and feeling very like, "Where is he right now?" Like he was yeah. hiding somewhere, and I was like, "He's in the room, but we don't know where he is." Oh my gosh, I do that with. I used to do that with thoughts where like yeah. I think about boobs, and I'd be like, "No." No, stop. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you ever do something really, it's like you can't stop thinking. It's like you're like a really bizarre, like weird, perverted, whatever it is, thought yeah. goes into your brain. And then you're like, stop thinking about that. And yeah. then you, it just like gets worse. Like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You're like, I can't stop. It's very upsetting. No, exactly. And then you're like, nothing's happening. You're just thinking these things. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. It's very scary. It is scary. But like, um, wow, religion. Um, The next one is... Uh, it's only five nights. Oh, wait, no. That's, I already read that. You go, Kendall. The principal of my son's school called me at work today to tell me my son pushed another kid while on a school excursion. I initially thought that this hardly warranted a phone call until I remembered that my son's excursion was the Grand Canyon. That feels like a joke. That doesn't mean feel like It's like, um... The thing is, is that's not a bad... I mean, I, it's just so wordy and, like, um... This is just just grammatically critiquing them. We're I like, mean, here's how, as a, from a writer's perspective. From a writer's perspective, I mean, getting pushed. I mean, I um, like I told you that one time, my family did regularly. They we bought that book about how people died at the Grand Canyon, and my mom would read us yeah. a new death each yeah. night. Um, every loving mother dies. <laughs> so um, you know, people get like swept up in flash floods at the bottom, or like there's so many people like stories of people who took selfies and they backed up way too far. So, I mean, the dying at the Grand Canyon can be quite traumatizing for children, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was your mother preparing for? Because I'm always like, I know she like is preparing for the end of the world, but it seems like she also was like, I'm preparing my kids if we get stuck at the Grand Canyon. Like, I'm yeah. preparing my kids. Like, it will all, it's just so funny to me. Like, I think there's another side to your mother where she's just so terrified of, um, being stuck in situations that she will not be put in. That's actually, yeah, the uh, main thing that she says is like, she's like, I'm gonna get so old that I'm gonna be in a wheelchair and they built this glass ledge at the Grand Canyon and you're gonna drive me to the edge of the glass ledge and I'm just gonna be there stuck in my wheelchair and no one will come get me. She says that all the time. 
why unprompted yeah and so i'm like and so she, but she says that and i'm supposed to be like no mom i wouldn't do that to you or yeah. no mom i'd come back and get you yeah or, that's like my grandma used to always go yeah because i when i die was like oh i want to be donated to science but my grandma used to always say that but she'd say it in a very different way that was kind of like because no one will she'd be like well i should be donated to science because nobody gives a fuck about me oh <laughs> But no, she people did. She was mm-hmm. a little nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a little. Well, they'd call me being a little narcissist. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, it's also funny because the principal of my son's school called me at work today to tell me my son pushed another kid, and then he's like, "At first, I thought that doesn't warrant a phone call, as if the principal didn't iterate." Yeah. By the way, it's because your son killed another kid. Yeah. He just was like, by the way, he pushed him, and then he made the assumption. Oh yeah, yeah. That they were. That's very. Funny like, thing. was it a? He just implied that the child died, <laughs> so your kid pushed a, pushed a kid at the today, and then hung up the phone, and she's like, <gasps> "They were the grandkids." Like Jesus, if murder. <laughs> that's you implied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, it's another one. She said last time we're stuck in a time loop. Wait, what? Okay, I'm going to start over. She said last time, we're stuck in a time loop, which really pisses me off because that's what And then it's supposed to cir- yeah, circle back to we're stuck in a time loop. That's just frustrating. I, um, have you ever, what's that movie where they're like, they have to relive the same Groundhog day? Groundhog Day? Maybe. What would you do if you had to relive the same day over and over again? I'd be so fucking happy. Really? That's like my dream. Yeah. Like, I want to get up and eat the same breakfast at the same time. I mean, it depends on the day. Yeah. Like, I have my period right now. Uh-huh. So I wouldn't want it to be today. Well, I mean, what? Well, I mean, you could, you don't have to do the same exact things. Could you not just wake up and live as if you're, like, living and then everyone forgets the progress you've made? Yeah. I mean, there's something kind of freeing about that. I'd be like, yeah. no progress. I'm sure eventually I'd get really depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but I think for two weeks I'd be like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um... And I'd like pick a day if I could pick the day, which you really can't. But if I could pick the day, I would pick a day where like my house was clean, yeah, and no work, and then I could just like keep doing nothing. Yeah. What about you? What would you do? Mm. You'd have to rebuild the same Lego set over and over and over again. Yeah, but that's fine. You'd like that? Yeah, because I mean the the part like why I don't re- do that is because taking them apart is so tedious. Oh. If you think building them is hard, taking them apart, all the little pieces. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. But no. Yeah. That's. I think I would just, um, I'd wait a couple of weeks before I, you know, ended my life. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so you yes. wouldn't deal with it? Well, great. Okay. No. Um, Tinder is completely useless and I don't have a single match. If I don't find another way to start a campfire tonight, I'll freeze to death. Oh, it's supposed to be a joke. Tinder is completely useless and I don't have a single match. This one said, I was beating my wife because she wasn't in the kitchen, but then I realized my wife was dead. Whose wife was I beating? <laughs> Jesus. I like that one. It's so stupid. I mean, if his wife was like, who am I hitting right now? He's the victim. He's like so scared. He's like, wait, who are you? (laughs) Also, where's his wife? Yeah. And what? I mean, if I mean, I don't want to think too much into this, but the lady who's also who's not your wife, surely at some point she would have been like, dude, who are you? Whose wife was I beating? Yeah. Okay, you want to read the next one? This one says, oh no, it's Jeff the Killer. And then in quotes, I'm going to Jeff the Kill You. Okay. The thing is, is like, um, <laughs> that Mia caught a screenshot from one minute ago, so it has no upvotes. Or no, so Mia's like, this is just recent as hell. Wait, if this is orange, does it mean Mia upvoted it? It could have been. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he was like, that's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. When the tsunamis hit, most people were evacuated. Feeling the trickle of water rise to my chin, I let go of the prison bars in the in bitter resentment. Uh huh. That's just sad. I mean, right? If I'm yeah, they got caught in a tsunami in jail. This one says, "For my last wish, I wish my dad to be alive again." I stood atop his grave and smiled, imagining him screaming and clawing at his coffin lid as he did the two previous times I wished him back. What? That's actually kind of. Scary. Wait, okay. For my last wish, I wish my dad to be alive again. I stood atop his grave and smiled, imagining him screaming and clawing at his coffin, lit as he did the two previous times I'd wished him back. So he buried him alive? 
Yeah. Oh, well, no, he like he buried him and he was dead and he had like a couple wishes and he'd wish his dad back to life. But his dad would event like try to get out and fail and then die. Oh. That, OK, you know what? That actually has some legs. I'm going to say that that could be scary. The thought of. But what an idiot. Why would you choose those? Why would you do that? Because you hate your dad. So your dad, oh, yeah. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. Yeah, God, this is oh, no. really, this feels like I'm doing those. You, did you ever in elementary school when a teacher would come get you and like you'd one-on-one, like early on, they would like read a paragraph and they could kind of see to test if you had dyslexia? Yeah. That's me right now. I I think, um, no, I mean, you've just explained yeah. how you have learning disabilities. So it's, I mean, you're showing like... This but is I, representation. But I mean, I I think it's, I, so that one is kind of scary. That's the, scary. I, like, because then you have to think about the dad slowly dying twice, and it's almost like he's stuck in purgatory. It's not even the luxury of purgatory. It's both life and death immediately one after the other. Yeah. Like, yeah, so that's scary. And the next one is... When the kidnapper made me guess where he kept my daughter, I went for the basement and he said, correct, <laughs> allowing me to see her. But when I found her severed head in there, I learned that every other choice would have been correct as well. Oh, so the, she's everywhere. She's everywhere because her bodies are everywhere. Her body yeah, they so. chopped her up. The thing is, is, okay, some of these could be scary if they were just rewritten a little bit. Because, I mean, a, a killer saying correct out loud is so, like, Disney villain. But, I mean, the imagine, like, it. I mean, what's the movie Seven? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, like. Where I, is the per- Seven Personalities? No. Wait. It's the Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, what's the one where he has all the personalities? Um, uh, what? Not Sophie's Choice. <laughs> no, no. Um, what's that one where um? What fucked up remake of Sophie's Choice no, did no. you? Oh, it's already fucked up enough. No, the one with um multiple personality disorder. Yeah, it's called. Oh my. It's God. like it's something to do with fruit. Wait, um, movie. <laughs> what do you think it's called? Apple. No, no, no. Movie about DID. It is Sybil. Oh, that's not what I'm thinking of. And what fruit is that? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. There's also Split. Split. That's what I'm thinking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. Seven, though, is what you're talking about. That's a scary mental illness. Dissociative identity disorder. It's where you get so traumatized that you actually hide in your mind, mm-hmm. and then you create, and that it's a whole different personality. But then, I mean, I'm, these are not the same. But, like, when people talk about, like, getting into drag and they're like, I take on a different... No, 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 no. <laughs> no I mean... <laughs> I know. It was just you. I would have never put those together. You clarifying. You'd be yeah. like, and these are not the same. But yeah. doing drag. No. <laughs> I mean, like, you talk about, like, um, like when you get into drag or, like, you get into a costume, you do kind of become that. So, like, people are like, I don't know how someone could, like, become a different person. And they're absolutely not the same thing. But I'm like... You can't, you actually probably can. Like, yeah. I mean, do you feel vastly different when you like are in your best outfit versus like when you yeah. midst of your period? So just imagine that heightened by trauma. Well, even like how I am around my girlfriend versus how I am around like a professional person. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like, I feel like the way I'm around my girlfriend is like a different person, not in a bad way, but I turn into like a little baby Yeah. that I will never show the world. Uh, but I, okay. And I don't mean this as an insult. I can see you in baby form. You know what I mean? Doing like baby talk? Yes. It's so wow. easily. Why? Yes. How? Because you do character voices, I could just imagine how like committed you would get to it. Yeah. 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 We've talked about all the time where I'm like, I would rather a full on sex tape released of me. Oh yeah. Than like a a five second clip of me doing a baby voice to my girlfriend because it's so deeply it's really upsetting. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um well I think my baby talk that I've developed with Naomi is really cute. I'm sure. I think mine's really cute too. But it's not like ooh, boo, goo, boo, boo. That's cringy. No. Mine is like, I could get into that. We have we have a voice to our voice. <laughs> I'm trying to be like as vague as possible. Yeah, <laughs> the voice we do, it's like we've gotten we've been doing it for so long that it's like sometimes I realize what I'm saying is like would be fully inaudible to another person. Yeah. But like Jordan can understand it. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, well, we like made our own secret language. Like you can't. And then we'll quiz each other. We'll be like, oh, wait, try to guess what I'm saying. And we do it in our most 
exaggerated version of the baby voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> so upsetting. What does it sound like? Yeah, I will. Can you do? No. Can you do one no, word? I cannot. I cannot. I. I. I can't. I don't even know if my body would let me. Yeah. I'm like shaking. I'm so scared um, to have to do it. Our baby talk. The we add a lot of T's, so yes would become yets. Oh, got it, got it. And I think so. You have a dialect for yours. Oh yeah, that you and could teach a class. In. We've um, our like we we like change. I like love coming up with a good nickname. So Naomi's nickname has changed. Like I can like I can see the evolution of our baby talk. Yeah. But yeah, we've come up with a legit language. That's so funny. All right. Um, that's so so funny. So it this is another one. So it turns out you can feel everything that happens to your body after death. I suppose I should be flattered. My husband still finds me attractive after all of these years. Oh. So it's like she's dead and he's been having sex with her. Mm-hmm. I got it. That's you I did. Understood you did. It. He's having sex with her dead body. I am. Um, that's gross. It's also not what they mean when they say that. Like. I've heard people say that your body can feel, well, or they've felt, what is it? You're like aware. Or something in your brain, yeah. but not for like ever. It's no. not like you die and then you're just like in your body. I mean, I mean, that would be terrible. I think that, I mean, if we're thinking about like life after death, I think that'd be a waste of conscious energy. Because like, mm. I mean, if we're like, if our consciousness goes into like the, like the universe and it's like reshuffled to like keep your consciousness just like stuck in your skeleton. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like that's a waste of energy. Yeah, we need to put it to work. Yeah, or put it somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, this one says, I framed the first letter I got as a police officer from a woman thanking me after I'd supported her through her daughter's suicide. I passed it in my hallway every day for nearly eight years before realizing the handwriting was the same as on the girl's suicide note. Okay, so her mom murdered her. Yeah, it took you eight years to realize that you're a horrible cop. Is no like- investigation? They did no, yeah. no autopsy. Also, though, you know what's crazy? Once again, never researched this, but my mom and I have the same handwriting. Uh huh. Isn't that weird? No, because my mom and I do too. But what is that? Is that genetic? Yeah, your hand is probably genetically the same, built the same. So, wow. like, you're holding like a utensil the same way. I mean, my handwriting has changed with carpal tunnel. So yeah. now me and mom aren't the same anymore. But yeah, I always thought that my mom had, my mom's a doctor, so she like writes that chicken scratch. Oh, yeah. And I was like, God, what is that? And then I just got older. I was like, oh my God. But you have no excuse. You're yeah. not a, you don't work in a hospital. Oh, do you want to know what's funny about my dad's handwriting? What? It is so bubbly. Girly. Yeah. Why? It, I don't know, but it, you know those like middle school notes? That's how I, my handwriting is. That's how my dad's handwriting. That is so, he puts hearts over the eyes. No, I, I wish, but I was, it's so, um, it looks like a font, like a bubble font. Yeah. And I'm like, are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> but um, it's crazy. That's so funny. That's how my handwriting is. It's very big and like, yeah, it's very much the middle school, middle yeah. school font. Um, okay, here's another one. Please take me instead. I screamed, grabbing at the two men who took my child. Sorry, ma'am. Children only, they said, as they continue loading up the last lifeboat on the ship. So the mom wants her two kids to be dead. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be me. Yeah, seriously. That's not horror. That's just, I mean, I, I love a. The thing is, is I like when moms are deeply selfish. Well, because here's the thing. Okay. You know what? I take that back. I just had a moment of introspection. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But I think sometimes the selfish things, selfish, quote unquote, you do as a parent are not actually selfish because Mm -hmm. and I don't know this woman in this fake story yeah but if she's a loving mother if I had my two like toddlers getting on a lifeboat yeah say I don't have a husband Uh uh-huh I'm like what are if I die that'll probably be easier for me because I won't have to grieve the loss of my children but if I let them live they're gonna have to grow up without a mother Uh and be so sad and confused and it's gonna be so hard and they're gonna have to grieve the loss of me Whereas if I get on this boat, I can do the years of grieving. Yeah. Make another child. Is that, you know. That's, yeah, that's a horrible dark thought that I've had sometimes. Like, um, that's, I can't, so I can't, this is like a, I don't know if this is me being evil. I can't wrap my mind around people who have only one child. Because I'm like, what if they die? You don't have another one. Oh, interesting. You're, you're like the sister's keeper. Is that the, the movie? Is that the one about the, she Wait. sees that person from the train? Might be. I think I might be naming the wrong movie. There's some movie, 
I keep looking to the camera Wait, for Hannah the, to tell me. No, uh, my sister, like a, is that, that's the one where Jennifer... Yeah, that's where she uh, was born so she can donate yes. her organs. It's called My Sister's sister. Keeper. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yes. So she's... Her her sister's sick, uh-huh. and then she they have another daughter so that when she needs an organ, that sister can get it. And then when it comes time, the sister... I haven't seen this movie. I've just seen clips on TikTok, but the yeah. sister's like... I don't want to give you my organs. Uh-huh. And the parents are like, that's the whole point of yeah. you, basically. And she's like, well, that's fucked up. And then she like takes them to court. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't imagine having two kids. I would say that movie wouldn't work if they were Jehovah's Witnesses. Why? You can't like do any sort of blood transfusion. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's a funny thing. You like, um, you like edit movies where like the plot is immediately destroyed. Because they're Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, they're like, you are you need to donate an organ to your... Wait, we're Jehovah's... Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Um, um, yeah, that's like... Real, but I can't imagine having two kids. Oh, yeah. Because that's just way too much. I can only imagine having one kid. Really? Anything more than that, I'm like... To me, having one kid feels like I could do that. Like, uh-huh. I feel like... And I would... I mean, I feel like I could, if I had two kids, I could do that. I'm not like I couldn't do it. But I, yeah. if I had one kid, it feels like, oh, yeah, I have one kid to, like, put my time into. Mm-hmm. Two kids is a lot. Like when I watch my nephews, when I, I used to have one nephew, obviously, and then I another one he was passed. born, and now I have yeah, two. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I have when I had one nephew, it's like watching him, even when he was at his, you know, quote unquote worst, even when he was like really upset that day or whatever. It's like you just have to deal with one kid. When I watch my two nephews, that's a lot. Yeah. And I have so much fun, but it's like if both of them are upset. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I mean, I we've talked about this before. I couldn't imagine having multiple babies, but if I adopted multiple children, I could have a lot of kids. That's how I feel. I'm like yeah. 8-year-olds, give me 60 of them. Yeah. I could have 68-year-olds. There's 80-year-olds. 50, I mean, just I watch it. 68-year-olds. Jeez, you run a home. <laughs> no I could have infinite number of anything over six I'm like yeah because I can tell you what any any age where I can tell you what to do and whether or not you listen is up to you but like yeah I can be like go do this and I'm not in charge of like keeping you from eating like a knife you know what I mean is that what babies do I don't know I mean like you're what is it hand nose and throat when they get like they put their hands in their mouth and then they get that horrible rash. Oh yeah. You can't. I mean, with a kid, they probably still do that, but children, they just would get. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Just like once it's like, yeah, you can't. Like, I, if I had a six year old, maybe this would not be uh, a, ideal. Yeah. But I, if I needed to, I could, you know, just leave them, <laughs> leave yes. them somewhere and they'll figure it out. You know what I mean? It's like at that certain age, I'm like, yeah, I could do infinite number of that because I'm just here to, you know, be loving and caring. But yeah, having two kids were like. I'm explaining this so badly, but no, having I mean, yeah. two kids where it's like it, my nephews, for example, it's like if I if one of them takes off their shoe and yeah. throws it, which happens, feels like constantly. Uh-huh. And we're like on the side of the road. I need to be like holding both of them because if I don't, they will literally run into the road and get by a car because yeah. they're just like don't know what's going on. With a six year old, I'd be like, hey, don't run into the road. Please stay there. Yeah. And if I can go pick up the shoe, you know what I mean? Yes. I just explaining ages. No, seriously. I think the baby part, which everyone looks forward to, is the no. part that I'm like, no. But that's the kid it. part, I'm like, you're a mess. But we all are. And that's fine. I've always said that. I'm like, I could have a baby. I could have a... I always, I think one day I'll maybe have a kid. I really... Can, I don't think I could ever have a... I don't think I'll ever have a baby. Mm, no. I gotta figure that out. Yep. Baby's too much. Um. Okay, this is another one. Grandma fell asleep for the last time in the hospital bed. Something else woke up. <laughs> The person in the bed next to her. Whew. Talk about hit and run. <laughs> it's like, that's um something else woke up. It's, it's like a demon. I don't... And then someone said, what was it? Grandma 2.0. If the grandma updated, I feel like that would be kind of cool. She yeah. just rebooted. She rebooted. She's a better camera. Mm-hmm. It's just her eyesight, I guess. Um, this person said, I came out as gay. Oh, this is scary. I came out as gay to my <laughs> friend the other day when he, we were at my place. He seemed supportive, but that was probably because of the 12-gauge Remington 870 Wingmaster shotgun pointed directly at his prefrontal cortex. Mm-hmm. Then the comment says, does the shotgun represent cancel culture? <laughs> no, it represents a deadly firearm. A 12-gauge Remington 870 Wingmaster shotgun. So he pointed a gun and said, I'm coming out to you as gay? Uh-huh. Okay. That's, um, <laughs> this is not to be, like, f- Southern- you did too much. You did too much with that gun name. 
a Remington rifle would have gotten the job done. Just gun would have gotten the yeah. job done. Or 12-gauge pump, you know? Yeah, what is that? What is he trying to, like, that does feel like he's posting the scary story, but it does feel like he's trying to, like, be perceived in some way by doing such a specific gun name. Yeah, it's like, um, it's almost, it's distracting. It's like if you have a villain who's like Sir Ian McKellen, you know? Yeah. But if he was like Sir Ian, Brian, Anthony, George, Too Michael, Nick, McKellen, you're like, you're actually just, George Michael. you're distracted by like, oh my God, like get to the name. <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly. It's too much. Well, those are all the stories we have. Mm -hmm. Man, I could read these. Actually, I was going to say I could read these forever. I really couldn't. These are so horrible. Yeah. And I think some of them are, they, they're they the start of something good. But One with you, the dad I liked. Yeah. I, I think that's also, let me think about what's another, besides the dad one, um, uh, the kidnapper with the daughter's head in the basement. The idea of her other body parts being throughout the house. I do like a community sort of thing, a spin on it where they like um, go into a bunch of like different universes, like a multiverse. And so the dad, you see like you explore like the dad's like the attic and then he finds her arms yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, But you know. can't have the you can't have the, the murderer be like a game show host being like, correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <gasps> or it could be like a game show. Um, a scary um, spin on Hangman. Oh, very scary. Does yeah. you think that exists? That feels like that would, that's like really, that is one of those games I bet they don't play anymore in school. Do you think? No, 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 no. Like, that's insane. We used to draw a man hanging himself on yeah. the whiteboard so often. I know, but imagine like a horror movie where like you, oh, oh, it's like, um, you have to guess and then they like put your daughter back to life and she could come back to life. But if you don't, she doesn't. You gotta be careful. Mr. Beast is gonna take this idea. He's gonna. He, he buried himself alive for seven days. Did you see that? What? Yeah, he did. But now, how did he do that? With this, and his money. Money. Yeah. Money can make you do anything. He doesn't have to eat or poop anymore. Oh my god, that does feel like a Mr. Beast video. Every time one comes up on my for you page, I do feel like it would be like. I took a seven-year-old daughter and one of her body parts vlogger. is in each room. Yeah, I yeah, took yeah. a famous family vlogger and you have to find one of her body parts to put her back together. Mm -hmm. um, well, there you go. Two sentence horror stories. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. And if you're on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and if you're listening on... Uh, Apple Podcasts <laughs> and Spotify, make sure to follow us, rate us five stars. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, yeah. you can't leave a... Can uh, you? Yeah, but leave a leave a nice review. Um, this was fun. If yeah. it is the holidays, happy holidays. If happy it's January, holidays. happy January, and I hope that your resolutions are going well. Yay! Wee! Right. Thanks so much, you guys. Have Bye. a great day. Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.